This is The Space Shot, episode 77 for July 30th, 2017. Riders on the Moon. Hey everyone, welcome to The Space Shot, your daily space history, pop culture, and news fix. I'm John Molnix. On July 30th, 1971, the lunar module Falcon touched down roughly 10 degrees off level at the Hadley landing site. The lunar module was designed to be able to launch at up to a 15 degree angle, so the Falcon was still within its design limits. Still, it made for a dramatic scene when you look at the pictures of the lunar module on the surface. As I had mentioned in episode 73, Apollo 15 was a longer J-type mission. Types A and B were uncrewed missions that tested the command service module and lunar module. C through F type missions were all test missions, from lunar orbit to the dress rehearsal Apollo 10 mission. The build-up to longer duration, more capable missions culminated in the final three Apollo missions, 15, 16, and 17, which used the lunar rover to explore farther away from the lunar module during multi-day stays on the lunar surface. David Scott became the first person to drive a vehicle on the surface of another world, and James Irwin became the first person to ride shotgun when they drove the lunar rover that was stored with the Falcon. The lunar rover allowed them to travel farther away from the landing site than ever before. This meant that the astronauts could collect lunar samples from more places on the surface, which was an important part of understanding lunar geology. Over the course of their stay on the moon, Scott and Irwin conducted three surface EVAs. During the final EVA, Scott and Irwin performed an experiment to show the effect of gravity on all objects is the same. Not quite yet. I haven't put the solar wind in yet, but I will shortly. I want to watch this. Okay. Have a, a good picture there. Be- I've got the... Beautiful picture, Dave. Well, in my left hand, I have a, a feather. In my right hand, a hammer. And I guess one of the reasons uh, we got here today was because of a gentleman named Galileo a long time ago who made a rather significant discovery about falling objects in gravity fields. And we thought that uh, where would be a better place to confirm his uh, findings than on the moon. And uh, so we thought we'd try it here for you. Uh, The feather happens to be appropriately a falcon feather for our falcon. And I'll uh, drop the two of them here, and hopefully they'll hit the ground at the same time. How about that? Mr. Galileo was correct in his findings. Scott dropped a hammer and a feather at the same time, and because of the lack of an appreciable atmosphere on the moon, both objects impacted the lunar surface at the same time. Before leaving the moon, Scott positioned the lunar rover to a spot that it could observe the departure of the lunar module with the television cameras that were mounted on the rover. In the show notes, I'm linking to a video of the launch as seen by the rover. It's pretty cool to watch, so be sure to check it out. Scott also left behind a memorial to fallen astronauts and cosmonauts. It was a simple aluminum plaque with the names of astronauts on its surface. Beside it, he placed a small aluminum sculpture that had a vaguely humanoid form. There's controversy as to what the sculpture represents, but it is seen as the, quote, fallen astronaut statue. Scott and Irwin stayed on the lunar surface from July 30th to August 4th. During their time on the surface, they spent about 18 and a half hours conducting EVAs. 
They brought back one of the most famous lunar samples to Earth, the so-called Genesis Rock, as it was named by the media. I'll be coming back to Apollo 15 in a few days, so make sure you subscribe so you don't miss them splashing back down on Earth. I've been fighting a little bit of a cold and ended up not getting as much written for today's episode as I had hoped. Thankfully for DayQuil, I was able to get most of today's episode done. I wasn't able to get more of the history of NASA's creation covered as I had hoped, and I'll touch on that subject again here soon, so don't think that I've forgotten about it. Check out the show notes for more information, and be sure to connect with me on Instagram and Twitter. Find me at John Molnix. I'd love to chat. Let me know what you think of the show by leaving a rating in iTunes. It takes just a minute, and it helps even more people find the show. I'd appreciate if you could share the space shot with your friends, family, and anyone that enjoys podcasts. Thanks for listening. Tomorrow, we launch with Atlantis. I'm John Molnix, and I'll catch you on the flip side.